Hi there, it's Memory um, from Friends Abroad Relationship School and today we are sharing episode 24 of Trauma on the Screen and I am going to be joined by Deborah uh, whenever she's ready. And the film that we are reviewing today is entitled Secret Obsession. This is a film about a housewife, uh, sorry, a, a married woman who finds herself being chased by a man and this man we know that um this man is already um killed a husband um he broke into their home and he killed a husband i'm trying to add you um there's no uh, you want to try again deborah because it's not it's not working can, can you just come off and try again so um, this lady, Jennifer, she is being chased by a, a man and this man has killed her husband, Russell. And because she's trying to escape, she ends up being hit by a car. And when she's hit by a car, she's taken to hospital um, where this man then turns up uh, calling himself her husband and um, claiming that he has got the right to see her and also to look after her. So consequently, what then happens is that um, this woman has to have operations done because she was seriously injured. And sorry, Deborah, I, can you come off and then come back again? I can't aid you. Hello. Hi. Finally. Sorry. Are you wearing a, a, a night nightgown? Yes, I am. Because I can change. Because I. Yes, I, <laughs> I should have asked so that we could have worn the same thing, you know. Yes, <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming. Lovely to see you again. You're so um, I was just sharing about Jennifer. Um, this man Russell, his, uh, his name is Ryan, has killed her husband and um, he's now chasing her, he wants to kill her and um, he's holding a knife and she ends up being hit by a car and then she has to go to hospital and he goes and claims that he's the husband because she has lost her memory, right? So consequently he um, visits her every day, spends a lot of time on her bedside when she wakes up and he's um, talking to her and of course she has lost her memory, she doesn't remember what happened and the next thing is that um, he eventually brings photos, I wonder where those came from, uh, where he is trying to revive her memory about their marriage in brackets and then in the end he takes her home so what do you think before we proceed with this film what, what did you think about it in terms of trauma and uh, relationships well obviously like uh yeah it was quite obvious from the beginning that it was like this guy was not really like the husband or that he had something to hide he was very vague about everything he was very secretive he 
didn't want any of the people, you know, to see her, even people from the hospital, the detective and everything. I mean, this guy had uh, like uh, this Russell, well, his real name was Ryan. I think he had some very like uh, big issues, like he was obsessed with her and uh, he's been stalking her for like years. He learned like uh, everything about her habits, about, um, you know, what she liked, what she didn't like. He was, you know, kind of scary. Also, when she goes through his computer and he finds, you know, like all the picture, all the poses, you know, with the plain like blue background because he had to replace like the real husband. He was very, very disturbing. He was invested in, in, in trying to prove that he was a husband because he really wanted to convince her that, um, you know, they were married so that she could be with him because that is his obsession. So th there's a few things, a few things that I'm going to sort of talk about and you can also talk about whatever you find in this film. I looked into something, you look at this guy and I am fascinated most of the time by um, societal standards where people look at someone and say, oh, they are good looking. He was by societal standard, good looking, wasn't oh, yeah. he? He was a man's right. man. Yes. Attractive man. Like a yes. very, you know, the way he was, he will dress up, very nice body. He looked like, you know, the Prince Charming, blonde, blue eyes, with a beautiful mouth, <laughs> you know, lots of money. Like, you know, from, yes. from outside, you will think like, wow, she's a very lucky, you know, woman because this man is really handsome. Absolutely. And this is the problem. This is what the first thing that I wanted to, to share with, um, you know, that society tends to focus more on these qualities where someone looks a certain way and everyone, you know, is so um, thinking, oh, this is a lovely guy. This is a gentleman. Whereas what happens uh, with people in their minds and in their bodies is completely different from what they look like. So looks looks really on the large scheme of things do not matter. Yeah, and they can be perceiving as well because he looked perfect like, uh, you know, from the outside, but I wouldn't have wanted to spend like even 10 minutes alone with that guy because you could <laughs> tell that there was something really odd about him. That's true. And then the next thing that he did he of course lied like you said um, to people about her details and where he took her he didn't leave a correct forwarding address here to lie obviously we know why he was doing that because he wanted to keep her to himself but it's the isolation bit also that can happen even in any relationship where there is no um no similar circumstances where someone has said to steal someone else's wife there's this tendency of isolation which some people with unhealthy behaviors in relationship um, do because they want to isolate a partner from society from community so that this person they can have this person to themselves they are in control of that person yeah Yes. When I was uh, yes. dating my ex, I was myself as well in this dynamic. Like, uh, I was very isolated. Of course, I moved countries to be with him, so I didn't have any family with me, any friends. 
and I think he used that like to control me because I was weak wow. and he I needed him he was you know my friend my partner my family so I found myself in that position as well of course you know my ex wasn't like that but uh, um, I found myself like uh, you know very isolated and I thought that um it was easier for him to have control over me because you know I wasn't working, I didn't have any friends, family, or when I would complain, where I would you know like uh, try to talk about problems in my relationships, even my friends they couldn't believe it because from the outside he looked perfect as well. That is true, and society again we come back to society about looks. They people would defend people like that and they will not believe that um, this person is capable of isolating you or being abusive yeah so we need a village we need more than one person and a relationship partner is not enough for us um, to dance with and to meet all our needs we need other people we need friends we need family and we need other people the greater good in society you know otherwise we can be isolated and and kept away from other people that is a red flag and that is an unhealthy dynamic when that happens the other thing that i picked up is the obsession itself uh, it is a theme at the same time it's also a a very important aspect of this relationship and i was reading uh, through um, a few reasons for obsession um you know i found a few i, I just pick out a few um such as uh bpd um and um and and uh, what's the other one uh god and also attachment uh, insecure attachment attachment disorders so Mostly, I like to talk about attachment because most of these things, they stem from our conditioning and how we attach as children, even um, uh, even BPD. Uh, so basically, when people are insecure attached, when people struggled uh, with um, separation or a loss in childhood, they, and they struggle with abandonment trauma. And we know we are sharing Bobby um, the making and breaking of affectional bonds at the moment where we are focusing on uh, attachment theory and he emphasizes and teaches around that where children who are raised in situations where they are not loved enough or they separate from parents uh, whether it's emotional or physical or they lose a parent they can struggle and end up actually uh, with these kind of disorders in life and be obsessed by someone because they want to to fix or to replace a parent that they lost so if they find someone to be in a relationship with someone to hold on to they will hold on tightly and actually not only tightly but actually they will actually what's the word stifle it they will cling and smother and even kill it out of love and it is we know that's not love but uh yeah i was myself so, like uh, insecurely uh, attached and um this is why in the past i ended up dating like a uh, narcissists or people like uh, with uh, this um 
dismissive avoidance because I was, you know, I was just trying to recreate what I was used to, you know, like uh, being loved like very much one day and maybe I felt like invisible sometimes, you know, when I was a kid. So this uncertainty is something that I often like I try to recreate relationships as well. A trauma bond. Um, yeah, so addiction to chaos, one day in, one day out, you know, so you're like on a roller coaster and, and it's, it's just, it's just not fun at all. Yeah, so that, that's really important to, to acknowledge and to know that these people, people who love a certain way, what I've learned is that we just need to identify why we are there with that person and also understand where they might be coming from because nobody does this out of choice but as adults of course we need to take responsibility so them making that choice to become this obsessive person and us maybe staying there we need to ask ourselves what we are doing there and then we need to get ourselves out of there as soon as possible as soon as we're starting us to asking ourselves those questions isn't it because at some yeah. point in our adulthood, we need to ta- start taking responsibility for our lives. Yeah. yeah. I used to do that. I used to blame, you know, as I told you um, in the past as well. I always, I often used to blame, you know, like, oh, my ex did this, my ex did that to me. But then I started to dig and actually, like, uh, also look for why you know i would be there in the first place why i would tolerate that and also why you know i was always like falling and uh, looking for men like that so yeah that and then what happened is that my part thank you and and you know what happens in those situations is as i wrote yesterday on a post you can actually get killed or get injured or hurt by, by people like that. When people are controlling, um, they, they just need, they are waiting to get to the next stage. Control behaviors escalate. They, they don't stop right there. They escalate in some point because that person is boiling over bit by bit. They start with being warm and then hot and then boil over and then something has to give at some point, you see. So it is important to acknowledge that. And then the other thing that I picked up with that obsession is that he was enraged by a lack of reciprocation and appreciation from from this woman because he was thinking that he was entitled. There was entitlement there and we saw it in the way that he wanted to demand uh, that she sleep with him when she was not ready and also um, the entitlement that because he, he had known her for a long time than Russell, so he was entitled to having her, not Russell. And then she's thinking that because we spend so much time at work, so you need to be my wife. I mean, that's not realistic, is it? No, not very much. Yeah, it was kind of, that, that part was kind of like a, maybe the scariest part for me, like a, how in his head like everything you know i think he builds like a whole like uh you know like life and he was fantasizing about her so much that he got confused he just couldn't tell the difference from what was fake and what was reality like wow yeah because i I mean yeah they were working together or something but from what i've seen they barely talk 
so he didn't he didn't really know her but i think in this in his head he created you know this fantasy because he was so obsessed with her so in the end he just felt entitled because she was like oh look in my head i've done all you know this much for you but of course like that wasn't real for her so i think this is why he escalated and when he grabbed her when she didn't want to live with him that was very scary i thought that maybe you know he will hit her or something so she she got very lucky as well because he calmed down and he stopped but you know sometimes these people will lose it like very easily and she could have got like in you know some real trouble yes thank you and, and the thing is you are right they lose it this is why he killed people isn't it he he, he killed your husband he killed somebody else um that other man yeah. why because he the could easily lose oh, it. like uh, yeah he wasn't he rounded at all so sorry he tried to kill the detective as well he killed her parents yes. i mean how can you do that of someone and and this is the thing it does happen though in real life it does happen oh, yeah. when people are desperately wanting to be with someone they will go to any length to be with that person but the point is you have to think you have killed all these people to get to this person how much peace of mind are you going to have you can't and live in peace after doing such a thing and also how do you expect her to love to love you i mean if she will have found out that you kill her parents and her you know real husband or something i mean every person in their right mind like who will love you it's hard isn't it yeah, yeah. and this is the problem i think about um i think when you start to lose your 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 capacity and to to think in a healthy way you during your cognitive decline you can actually lose a sense of reality you don't know what is real and what is not real and we're talking about this entitlement where he was enraged by lack of reciprocation because he feels that he has the right to her he has the right to her she she has got to love him because of all these things because also he was by her bedside but why was he by her bedside um after all it was because he had killed her husband he was trying to chase her and kill her and she was she was running away from him he didn't think of that all he thought about was the fact that he was sat at her bedside when she was not well very disturbing and um, and he was trying to kill her as well this is how she got like in the car accident in the first place so i mean yes. if you really love someone and if you kill them how are you going how are you going to live with them that's why it's very <laughs> disturbing yeah it's a, it's a, it's a very disturbing situation but we we are learning now as we learn about trauma where all this comes from you know like i said it all comes from how we are raised and experiences that we have in early childhood and and that is very true if we look into some situations where people um you know as a certain way if you ask them 
about why they are doing relationship as they are doing relationship you can understand when they start to explain about their childhood and some people unfortunately are far too damaged by their upbringing that the only thing that can help them is actually inpatient support most of the time so it's important for us to to learn about these situations and to understand why they are the why people are the way that they are and most importantly i i like actually for us as parents and as adults to start acknowledging this for me the battle about the men do this or women do that is really null and void because men and women together create children so i think it's time that we came together and we had a discussion around childhood trauma and the impact of how um our parenting of our parenting on our children the way that we were parented and the way that we parent needs to be different because most of us were not parented in a way that has shaped our relationship in a helpful way we were parented in a way that our parents knew and so it's up to us to stop that cycle and begin to do things differently and a little bit more consciously and of course we cannot change what we have done already but we can start to learn and maybe disseminate new information to the upcoming generations so that they begin to do things differently it all starts with us doesn't it yeah and what about the testing hey i can you say at um, some point you have uh, sorry now as you say before at some point you know we have to take responsibility we can't just blame our parents and our childhood okay like uh, our parents you know told us you know as you say with what they knew um so when we come adults it's our job then to do things differently yes and and i think we are living in a different era we have access to resources now you okay. see yes we've got a lot of resources now to turn things around a bit wherever we are to start now and start to just apply tools apply new concepts apply new skill learn new skills and apply them in our parenting every day not to be perfect but just to do our best and to to change things a little bit for the next generation the little we put in will make a difference and then they can also put in a little a little bit and consequently i think that will change a lot of things in future so detective hayes what did you think about detective hayes I think he was a man that uh, was living in the past. I felt really sad when he went to buy the teddy bear and then when he went home and I saw, you know, all the toys stuck like in, in that room. So, I figured straight away that maybe he lost like a daughter or, or a son or something. But in the end, you can see him like putting all of the toys like in donate donation boxes. which made me you know um, kind of happy because i was like okay maybe he's coming you know to terms with what happened he knows that his daughter is not you know 
he's not coming back so he's just decided that, you know to donate to do something good maybe for other kids that are less fortunate that is true yeah you, you have to let go at some point i think it was very difficult for him and that is a, a another good example of loss and separation and he was a man who was grieving the disappearance of his daughter and um, that loss it impacted him so much what he was now doing as a form of distraction was to focus a lot on work he put all his efforts towards his work so that he wouldn't have to face the pain of losing his daughter and i think when he had done what he did um he felt like he had accomplished something and then he had to let go because i think sometimes noticing what others are going through also despite your challenges and losses and hardships can also be very therapeutic and helpful for you to move forward as you notice that we have human commonalities we have problems they might come in different forms but you feel like you are not alone and at some point you just acknowledge that okay let me move forward because i have to yeah I mean of course like you never get over the loss you know of your own child but you know I think he realizes that okay you know like I can't do anything to to happen so um I'm just trying to move on with my life because I'm still alive so that's like a healthy way for you know with like a separation and loss Yes, he had to learn to live in the moment, I think. So yeah, that that's a great point. And um finally, the obsessed the man who was obsessed, finally he he, he died. He died and you you just think that sometimes you know these things are th- these behaviors are just um you know you just gravitate towards these situations which just demonstrate to you how to abandon yourself. you see because this is what he was doing he was struggling with abandonment and consequently that led him to you know a, a complete abandonment and he lost his life because of that just because he loved somebody he could have found another woman he could have met another woman and got married yeah i mean i'm sure he would have a, like a problem because as we say there was a very attractive man you know smart as well Uh, very well dressed uh, with a good job uh, a lot of nice cars or something so i'm sure he wouldn't have struggled but i think he became like so obsessed and so fixated with this woman and i think because of maybe something that happened i don't know in the childhood maybe his mom abandoned him or something so he chose this woman and he wanted to be loved just by her because maybe he wanted to demonstrate to him like a uh, I don't want to have like any girl. I want to have this girl, but she's like rejecting me. Even if she didn't even know probably that he had a crush on her. But that, that is emotional unavailability, isn't it? When people are emotionally unavailable and suffering from uh, abandonment trauma, they tend to gravitate towards people who are unavailable because Jennifer was not available. She was married. You see, and also people who reject them to confirm their fears of rejection. So yeah that is really powerful thank you so much debra i don't know if you've got anything else to say about this film before we go uh no or anything really. else it was very disturbing and it made me think um, a lot because obviously as i've said uh, 
in the past I had some issues because of my you know insecure attachment uh, thanks God I never became obsessed or you know uh, I never went that that crazy for anyone but it made me you know realize even more that we actually have to heal our attachments and our trauma so we can gravitate towards like healthy people that is so true we can be healthy in ourselves and then we don't have to force love or you know attach ourselves to people who are unavailable that is really powerful thank you so much and i hope we can thank you have another session soon i know there's another film called obsessed but you couldn't find it uh, it's got beyonce beyonce yeah. and um idris elba so yeah. but yeah if okay, you have any yeah. other send it to me and i'll tell you when i'm available okay that is lovely thank you so much and i hope for everyone who's watching and who take the opportunity to watch that you continue to heal for your relationships you continue to heal for yourself you continue to heal for your children and you continue to heal for the world quality life before relationships and see you soon bye bye thank you so much bye. for watching mana zipi and anyone else bye, bye.